0: So what time is good to see everybody today. I'm glad to have Donnie and Debbie with us today from, uh, I mean, he goes a long way back from Macedonia, I think. I remember I taught a Sunday school class over there before I started preaching. They was, we was all in class together, had some good, good times and everything. I appreciate seeing y'all. I'm glad you're here this morning, amen. I uh, desire your prayers today, very much so as we try to minister to you for a little while uh this may be a completely train wreck this morning i don't know i've been struggling hard with this message but i can't get away from it so turn with me to hebrews 11th chapter i'm gonna go i'm gonna be going four or five different places read a couple of scriptures but i will say do just all your prayers this morning as you look at hebrews uh 11th chapter and i'm gonna be reading the seventh verse and uh Amen. Hebrews 11 and 7. I read the scripture of the day here for just a second, but I wanted to read it and a little bit more to it today. Uh, like I said, I want to desire your prayers this morning. And uh, Vicky's not here today. She desires your prayers today. We uh, Georgie Everett from Upper Priam passed away this, and they're having a funeral today. So we kind of want to go to that funeral this evening. She's just trying to get enough strength that when gold is, she's gonna think she can make both of them, you know, with their health where it is right now. So we're gonna to try to go to it here in a little while. But remember that family up there, she was a great lady and she's going on to be with the Lord. So, you know, it's sad to see them leave, but for us, but it's good for them, you know, to get to a place called heaven. Amen. Amen. Hebrews eleven seven. it says, By faith Noah being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, was moved with fear, preparing an ark for the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and become heirs of righteousness, which was by faith. It says, by faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things not yet seen, everybody knows the story, Noah, God come to Noah and told him to build an ark and it hadn't rained, you know, upon the face of the earth then. And as, Noah, as God told him all of this, the Bible says he was moved with fear. Preparing the ark for the saving of his house. From by the which he was condemned to the world and become heirs of righteousness, which was by faith. Let's pray this morning. Father, today we stand, as we stand before you, Father, we just thank you for this another day. And Father, I pray as we open up Your Word today, Father, that You would just anoint me today, Father, and that I can speak what You'd have us to today, Father. And Father, prepare our hearts today for Your Word today. We need Your Word very much so today. We pray for all those prayer requests that's been made here today, Father, that You touch each and every one of them according to Your will. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. uh as I get started here, as some of you may not understand this. The younger ones probably don't, but the older ones probably do. The older you get, it seems like the more you kind of think back, of how things that you was raised and what you uh, was raised up in, uh, kind of atmosphere you raised up in. We're raised and in today's time is a whole lot different back when than when I was a teenager. A lot of difference mm-hmm. in thing, and I ain't saying it's bad or saying it's good. I just everybody's own opinion. But we live in a time today, you know, that the church world today, very much so, is kind of, I'm just going to, and I know know God's church is not going, the Bible says, you know, it's not going to fail. Anybody believe that? I believe that very much so. But I'm talking about as the church world as a whole today, we have let things creep in that we're fighting today like we never fought before. And I hope you understand that for just a moment. Somewhere down the road, we, and, and somebody will probably argue with me over this. I'm not going to argue with you. Somewhere down the road, we lost fear of God's word. Someone said, we, can't, we don't have to fear God. I know back when I was raised up, I had rules and regulations in the house that I lived in, my dad's house. We come home from school, we had to feed chickens and all the stuff you had to do. What did I do that for? Because I feared what the consequences would be if I didn't do what I was told to do. That's what I was talking about. Because I knew what would happen and it wouldn't feel good to me. (laughs) Because I feared, not that I was scared of him, but I did fear what he said, and I, I hope you get this right, the fear, what I meant fear, I knew he meant what he said, yeah. and I think from a perspective we have over the years, this is my, from my opinion that we have got away from God's word, we we kind of want to change it around a little bit to the way that we want to look at it. I look back at a little bit of just this as I was looking some of this up, you know, that when Noah told God, you know, to build this ark, and you could imagine how it's probably blowed his mind. According to the, the, you can look it up, and I don't know how exactly, it's pretty close probably. This ark was like 450 foot long, and I think it was 75 foot wide, and and, uh, tall, 40-something foot tall, I think it was. To get you into perspective a little bit, this build, new building with the church is built out here, it's, it's 75 foot deep. So it's about, you know, it'll be about six times longer than this building. About the same width, but it's 45 foot tall. Can you imagine coming to my, you know, God coming to you and said, no, you got to build this because the rain's coming. And I think today as we look at the word of God, you know, that was to be a big test. Amen. That we really had the Bible says, you know, by faith, Noah been warned of God. God told Noah, Noah it's going to rain. Don't understand it because Noah never seen it rain before. But he believed it was going to rain. Jesus is coming back someday. Amen. And we're all going to stand accountable for what we've done. And according to the scriptures, the only way we're going to get to heaven is through the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. And accepting him as their personal savior. And the Bible tells us we can do that. All that believe in you know, him, we confess with their mouths, believe in their hearts, we shall be saved. I believe that. I believe that Christ is coming back someday. Amen. I believe he's got rules and regulations that we need to follow. If you look in First Thessalonians for just a moment, or you may have two, but you can this is where it's come from First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter and the seventh verse. For God has not called us to uncleanness, but unto holiness. I ain't talking about a denomination, it's First Thessalonians 4 and 7. For God has not called us to uncleanness, but unto holiness. Noah, let me get back to Noah for just a moment. When Noah building the ark, he didn't get back with God, said God, it'd have been better off if we would have just made this this away. Amen. Stay with me. See, God knew what the, God knew what it was going to take to survive the flood. God knew what it was going to take to hold what he wanted Noah to hold in that ark. So he gave him the measurements to build the ark the way it was and everything. He gave them every, all the details of it. And nowhere in the Bible that I ever read that Noah said, God, we're going to change this. By faith, he said, being warned of God. He prepared this ark. He was moved with fear. When I'm saying fear, he knew. That God meant what he said. Turn with me. I got a couple more places I want to read. I'm going to start preaching in just a second. Turn with me to Luke, no Matthew. Before you do that, turn way back to Ezekiel for just a second. I'm going to read something. I guess the older you get, the more you, I realize how important it is for me to tell the church what the Bible says. Amen. Not that I shouldn't been doing it years ago. And I hope I have. I know I've failed. And as a minister today, it gets it get harder and harder because Satan is trying to destroy and destroy. And it's not the people out in the world that he's trying to get me wrong for to destroy, but it's the people that you're close to. He's trying to get to turn against you. Because it hurt the most. Our churches today, across the world today, really, some of them don't don't, won't take what the Word of God says. And then I talk about any certain denomination, I'm just talking about God's word as a whole. But the Bible says in Ezekiel the 33rd chapter, and I'm gonna read this to you so you get maybe kind of where I'm coming from for just a second. I'm going to start reading the first verse. It said, And again the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, speaking to the children of the people, and saying to them, When I bring a sword upon the land, if the people of the land take, a, take the man of their, their coast and set him as their watchman. And when he seeth the sword come upon the land, he blows the trumpet and warns the people. And whosoever hears the sound of the trumpet, and take no warning. If the sword comes and takes him away, the blood shall be upon his own hand. He heareth the sword of the trumpet, and take no warning. His blood is upon him, but he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. But if the, if the watchman see the sword come, and blows not the trumpet, and the people do not warn, if the sword comes and takes the person from among them, he is taken away from his iniquity. His blood that I will require upon whose the Watchman's hand, and that's to me. I got to tell you what the Word of God says. Amen. Okay, let's get started. Peter was a great person. Peter made a lot of mistakes. Peter, to me, was searching for the Lord a lot of times you know I'm just the way I look at it you might look at it the same way Peter failed a lot of times one time Peter came up to him and he said you know he said he told he asked the disciples "said who do men say that I am and then some of them started saying said, some say you're the, who this or some say you're that but he said unto them but who do you say that I am in Matthew 16 in the 16th verse and Peter said unto him thou art Christ the son of the living God And Jesus said unto him said, Blessed are thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. And he said unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. What kind of church was Jesus talking about here? He was talking about one that the power of the Spirit of God... Would give him answers and give us well their 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 answers would come from will be from God. He said, "You know, man didn't tell you who I am. It was real to revealed to you by my Father, Amen. who that I am." And that's why today we have to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Okay, but take it a little bit step further. We today in the church world today, aren't you thankful for the church that we have today? I'm not talking about here, but we have got to have a church today. Amen. That we can go to and find comfort, and we can find peace, and we can find we we can come together. We can pray that we still have access to the Father through the blood of Jesus Christ. Anybody know what I'm talking about for just a moment? I'm you thankful for that? Amen. But over the years, you know, the church today, you know, the last you know few years ago, that when I won't, don't want to get in politics, but you know, when it was running for office, they was always kind of concerned where well, the church stood on things. Now they don't even ask us where well, we stand because we have lost fear. Or they have lost fear and they lost respect to the church because the church don't stand where they should stand. Amen. My personal opinion. They said, you know, how does the church feel about this? When they're, you know, then we know here, you know, a few months ago and when they overturned the Roe versus Wade, do you remember that? Our leader of the country stood before the world and he said it was a sad day for America. Come on. Why would he respect what the church says, you know, when, when our leaders, you know, said this, you know, that that was a sad day. No, it wasn't a sad day. We're standing up against sin. We raise our children today in a world today that they you know they can hear everything in the under the sun today. And we today, and through you know through some of, uh, my contacts today that you know my son coaches basketball and he's with kids all the time. He tells me some stories. You know what kids going through? It is sad today that the you know they don't have a parent at home to take care of them today. We have turned you know we have got away teaching our children what's right and what's wrong. We blame our children today for all the problems that's going on. Backing up a couple of generations instead still, you know, we have taken God's rules and regulations and we have thrown them out till kids have seen what we've done. And it creeped into our church. And I'm going to tell you what happened. We creeped in our church. We got to a point we were worried about what man thought about us. But somewhere in the Bible, it said we ought to worry about what God thinks about us. Amen. We have turned it around and said, you know, we, 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 we can, we're going to try to please man. And we have turned it around today into a church. We have changed our rules in churches today that goes against God's word. Don't shout me out of here just yet. I know this may not be a shouting message, but I just got to preach it today. We have turned around today to our leaders in our churches today. They're more worldly worldly than, you know, anything else. We have put them in office today to teach our class, to teach our kids, you know, when they don't even respect marriage anymore. We don't even think about marriage at you all. Know, we just live together anymore. I know some of you don't want to hear this. It goes against God's rules and God's regulations. Amen. And we wonder what's wrong with the world today. Amen. We can go to church today, but somewhere in the Bible it says God won't dwell in an unclean temple. We wonder where God is. We, wonder, we should be wondering where we're at with God. Come on. Amen. We today I got friends today that I talk to every day. Seem seemed like I would talk to them every day, most of the time. And the things just going on through the United Methodist Church today, it makes me sick. Amen. And I read on it some of the things, you know, and they take it to a vote, you know where they're going to stand. And, and what's sad to me that you know sometimes you see on time, someone votes 70, 30, 60, 40. Where did this 40% come in at? Come Somewhere, this is people that belong to the church that's saying all these things is all right. But according to God's word, it's abomination. Amen. How did it get in the church? It got in our homes. He got into our families. Then we said, we're not gonna say anything about it, we hope that everything will just be all right. Am I telling the truth? Amen. And we've let it go and let it go. And now we got a mess. Amen. We got a mess. So we're quickly. He said, I'll build my church, but I can't build it on what man thinks. i build it on what from above. Amen. Do you understand know what I'm talking about? He told Peter, he said, Peter, what you just told me, i repeat myself. What you just told me, this is what kind of church I want. Cause it was revealed to you by my father, which is in heaven. Noah, being warned of God, Started building the art because he was moved with fear. Because he knew it was gonna happen. Amen? Amen. He knew it was gonna happen. If we knew, he really took it seriously, that this moment may be my last one, would you change your lifestyle? Amen. <coughs> you know what I'm talking about? I run across somebody, this is some of my personal appearances other day at the store and he told me I called my name this and I didn't have a clue who it was he said I've heard you preach somewhere before he told me this and that I preached one time at a place and I told you probably this but I ain't going to bring it out that or what, what it was or what who it was I preached about Peter where he took off the soldier's ear and he told Christ he said I'll die for you I'll die for you and Jesus said, You know, today you're going to deny me three times. He said, No, I'm not. You know the story. And they come and got Christ and took him away, and he was scared. You know, today, I'm going to tell you briefly today, you look like the thing in the world. If you don't have Jesus Christ, I'd be scared to death. Amen. Yeah, but thanks God be on my neck. I got him today. Amen. And I hope you have too. We let this thing snowball. You know a snowball. You roll a snowball off a hill, and it keeps getting bigger and keeps getting bigger and keeps getting bigger. And that's what's happened in our church world today. We let this thing just gradually, and some of the things get bigger, and some get bigger, and get bigger. Now we have got problems. What's sad today? Some people going to church for 10 years don't know what the Bible says about stuff. That's what's sad. But Peter told Christ, I'll, take, I'll, I'll, I'll cut the, I'll, I'll kill anybody that comes after you. Basically what he told him. And Christ said, no. No, he won't. And he said, and he got over there and he, Bible says, and I preached on this many times here before. He got to hanging around with a group of people that didn't believe in Christ maybe and talking communicating with them and that's why I tell these young people here today be careful who you hang around with because they'll change your mind they'll change your answer Peter told Jesus I'll kill them if they come after you and a little while later he told the world I don't even know who that man is I don't even know who he is Why? He got with the wrong crowd. And today, I'm telling you, today, if we don't get this wrong crowd of people, I will not mistreat no one whatsoever. Homosexual person won't come and sit and listen to the Word of God, that's fine. Bring them on. on. But as long as I'm at this church, they'll never teach Sunday school class. Amen. 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 Peter. As he told Christ, as he sat over there and cried, sitting there, Christ knew what he was going to do. And he kept on sitting there. you think today some of people's conscience would get to them, but they keeps sitting there. And he asked him a little bit later, he said, no, didn't I see you with them? He said, no, I don't have a clue. You don't know, I don't know him. And you know the rest of the story. He just kept sitting there the best way to get out of the wrong crowd is to get up and move. The crowd's not going anywhere. I preached that message to some people not too long ago. And I said, you know what's bad with the church world today? We say one thing in church and we do something else behind the church. Amen. Amen. We sure do. And I hope you don't take this the wrong way. Maybe this is just that's the way I look at it. I think I can pray it biblically. I said, you know today, but what the church world's hurting on today. They go out and they do something different, what the Sunday school lesson teaches. After I said all that, soon as service over, this guy come up to me and he told me and he preaches on Wednesday night and I'm judging will to tell you what the Bible says he said politics ain't got a place behind that pulpit you don't need me saying that it ain't politics it's morals this ain't a Republican Bible this ain't a Democrat Bible it's the word of God when you support somebody supporting all this stuff you might well say I'm for that the way I look at it maybe you don't Listen, our church needs a overhauling today. Amen. Come on. Our church needs to get back to we feel the power of the Holy Ghost more than we've ever had before. Amen. I'm gonna tell my memory on that time I know. I hope you I've got a lot more I can talk about, but I won't quit here in a minute. I remember back just a few I told this testimony of time before I'm gonna tell it again. When we done that play out and, Stephen Christie's, you know, them, that night there, that weekend, Jim's mother passed away, and I had to do the servant funeral that Sunday. we go to that play, that this. And I went over down to Jim's house, and I started getting the flu, I think it was. I started feeling bad, real bad. I thought, man, I can't get sick now. I can't get sick now. Because I had so much to do. And I left down there. About 8 o'clock at night, and I can tell you exactly where it happened I started praying. You know, when you start thinking about stuff, you start getting really serious, start praying hard. You can find You can find it. And I got around the corner, right before we get to 225, it turns to Hill Creek. I was praying so hard. To God, I, I got gotcha. you. You got to help me. You got to help me. I got so much to do. And the power of the Holy Spirit come over me like it never had before. And I know some of you may not even believe in this, but I started speaking another language I never had before. I couldn't tell you what I said, but I never felt the power of God like I felt that day, Amen. that night. Till I got home that night my boys was outside skidding a coon. It's been years ago. And Barry went and asked mom, I said, what's wrong with dad?" He looks different. Let me tell you something. When we think we start getting serious about what's going on and start praying with serious prayers, we'll get an answer. Do you understand what I'm talking about? We get an answer. I guess I'm going back to some of my roots, you know, back when I was older I get, you know, because people used to pray a little more than they do now. Or I didn't notice that maybe people complained back then like they do now, you know. When you preach the word of God strongly, the Bible says that God didn't call us to uncleanness, but he called us into holiness. Amen. He wants what's preached, what's right. He wants to say, you know, you know this homosexual thing that's going over sweeping our land today, it is the sin, people. Amen. God didn't make that, no. But we got to stand up and say that ain't going to the word of God. Come on. You young people, listen to me, you're going to hear this every word, don't move him to somebody. Amen. It ain't biblical. It's not biblical. We need some young people that believes in the word of God and more importantly, do, do what it says to You Amen. Here's what I'm talking about. So Noah, why did he do what he does? Because he believed what God told him. Believe it's going to happen. We're going to close out right now. I don't know if you got anything. I mean, you may hate this message. It was hard to preach and it seemed like I failed. Right, right, wrong, wrong. Right, right, wrong, wrong. When I see all these kids running around, not got no place to go, I had you one of them. I shared a the store with got a girl that plays golf for Adam and her background is not great. And her and Vicky got getting close, you know, and they started talking the other night. and She was telling us some of her stuff before she come to Mount Vernon. And she said, I never got to be a child. She said, I had to go work just to buy food for us. This was a kid that was probably 13, 14-year-old. Had to work just to have them something because they had no guidance. Come on, people. We need help from the Lord today. We need help from the Lord today, very much so. But in a way, things is going better for her, trying to be a light to them. I don't know if we are very good or not, but we try. We try. You see all these kids we close out. Where's Lars? In here. You don't play the piano. We see all these kids going back through here. You talking about a blessing. They are a big blessing. Amen. I told you this story and I'll tell you one more time. Back me and Brother Roger got to preach here a few Sundays, a few weeks, a month ago. And I heard this story. It's this lady had cancer. And this one doctor she went to told her that everything, she didn't, you know, said, you know, you just, we won't do nothing about it. You know, you don't, you on not want She had She had a cancer, but the doctor told her it wasn't really cancer. It was... It'd be all right, everything, take care of itself, so we're not gonna do nothing, just let it go. And she wanted to go, with, you know, she wanted an opinion. So she went to another doctor, and doctor told her, said, yes, it's cancer. But I think with the right medication and the right treatments, we can take care of this, and we can, we can be taken care of. Amen. Amen. But you're gonna have to go through some suffering, you're gonna have to go through some pain. But if we do this, we think we can take care of it. Who loved her the most? It was the doctor that told her she had the cancer. Because if we do it, we'll take care of it. Amen. And I'm gonna go out and sell this limb. I know for all I fix to say, but I'll let it on me and on y'all. Which preacher loves you the most? One that tells you, sin, sin. Or the one that says, oh, God understands you. Everything will be alright. You live in a different time today. God really didn't mean that that way. But you get some preacher up there that's filled with the Holy Spirit of God, say, listen, right's right, wrong's wrong. If you don't change your ways, the Bible says there ain't but one place you're gonna go, and that's to a devil's hell. Who loves them the most? I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna close. I ain't taking nothing for myself. I'm no better than nobody else. I fail. I'm short. The last few months have been so tough on us, with what me and my wife's going through, health-wise, everything, financial, everything has changed. It was all so painful. I got the word of God. Amen. I can't change what I believe in. Just cause circumstances are changing. I still believe God's a healer. I still believe God will provide. And let me tell you something here. Don't let Satan, he's lied to me over the last so many months. Don't let him lie to you. Say Satan, you're a liar, you're defeated. In the name of Jesus Christ. I'm not listening to you. I'm tired of it. I believe what the word says. I am somebody Amen. through the blood of Jesus Christ. My name's written in the last book of life. Everything's gonna be all right. Everything's gonna be all right. If you wanna stand this morning, if y'all stand. Anybody wanna come and pray for any reason? Maybe you just want to have something on your heart you wanna pray about. I don't know, don't know what it may be and between you and the Lord but if you want to come and pray for any reason we ask you to this morning if you want to step out right now and pray for any reason we ask you to there's one come anybody else want to come and pray some of y'all come pray with her amen 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 anybody else Amen. They're still coming. Anybody else? Amen. Every eye, head bowed, every eye closed, you just slip up your hand and just say, I need your prayers. Just pray for them. God bless them hands. God bless all them. God sees them. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Give us this moment. Let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to today. thanking you, Father, for this time you've given us today to be in your house. We thank you for your word today, Father. We know whether your word is true today. Father, we pray for the church world as a whole today, Father, that we'll just get back to you, Father. We'll get back to your word today and believe what the word tells us today. Right's right, wrong's wrong, no matter what the circumstances may be, Father. And Father, pray for those that stepped out today, Father, that you would just be with them right now, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray right now, Father, that the Holy Spirit, Father, would just reach down and touch each and every one of these people here today, Father. We pray for those that lifted their hands today, Father, that you would touch them in a mighty special way today, Father. We pray for those that are sick today, Father. Just be with them, Father. I pray for my wife today, Father. Just give her strength today, Father. And Father, I just ask for strength for myself today, very much so today, Father. Father, I pray today for Brother Hans today, Father, as he ministers today, ministers for us at church, Father. Just give him the words that we need to hear, Father. And Father, we love you today. Father, with those that's lost loved ones, preaching Jesus, let me pray. And God's people said, Amen. Amen.